Welcome to AgTech Innovators, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Imagine you've created some technology that can literally help save the lives of farmers, but you just don't know how to access the people who can benefit from it. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and that situation is what confronted James Diamond and his brother Paul. To understand how they overcame that and how they are now literally keeping hundreds of people safe, James, who is the founder of Air Agri, joins us for this AgTech Innovators podcast. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Drew. Really appreciate it. James, we want to talk about your ag tech journey for want of a better description and a product and a solution that you've developed. But before we start delving down into that, I want to understand a little bit more about your background because you're a farmer by family, I guess, and now back on the farm from what I understand. But you've also got tech involved in there. So first of all, where do you farm and what's your family farm? Yeah, thanks, Drew. It's a really interesting story. But in a nutshell, uh, we've been farming in Mansfield, Victoria since the early 70s. And through different themes of farming, I guess you could say, over the years, the predominant theme has always been cattle, livestock. We've dipped into things like deer. But as it stands today, we're uh, an Angus cattle operation with uh, merino suffix sheep so livestock farmers turn through and my brother and I Paul are the fourth generation of that. It's a great legacy and a good family story there but you from what I can work out have kind of left the farm but come back you've gone down a tech path for a while. Yeah it's a it's a really interesting bit about sort of how we evolve my mother's side of the family is where the farming has been and, and still is and my father came into the family as that technology pillar, I guess you could say. So uh, sometimes I've referred to it as Paul and, and myself as the yin and the yang. Paul has followed animal husbandry and, and sort of formalised studies and, and always been involved with the property. Uh, we were always raised on the farm. Farm's always been home. But my career started off in really doing technology and, and being in the emergence of digital. So I was fortunate to develop a, an understanding of technology, I guess you could say, technology, data, but m- most importantly, how value is extracted from it. Because in today's world, it's there's a lot of technology out there, as, as I can imagine many people listening <laughs> are exposed to on a daily basis. But not much of it actually fundamentally changes or, or brings value to us. And that's what we're trying to do with Air Agri. Which leads me to my next question. What is Air Agri? Air Agri is a, a business or a company that Paul and I have started, which is fundamentally looking at how we can create a simple set of digital tools to protect Aussie farming families. Now, it's designed to be simple and, and we probably spend majority of our time keeping true to that because it has to be. Farmers have got enough going on. We understand that because we see it day in, day out. So these tools are designed to give farmers accurate property level information so they can make better, accurate, safer decisions. And if and when something does go wrong or someone's in trouble on the farm, we've designed tools to ultimately isolate and find those people and be able to bring them home and give them assistance. And it all started on our farm. 
Paul and I have still got our 94 year old grandfather who drives around and, and inspects cattle and will check up and give us reports on fence conditions and other things like that. We've got uncles and cousins and kids and like every farming family, concerned about what happens if it does happen and things have happened in the past, but how could technology help us? And that's that's what we've been able to do, create a tool to help with that. So just briefly, James, how does that tool work? So there's three simple steps. We allow farmers like ourselves to create a digital map, right? That's the first thing we need to understand what the property looks like. It doesn't matter if it's a million acres in the middle of the NT or if it's, you know, a few thousand or a few hundred acres. You can import or or create that map. From there, we ultimately allow farmers to create records or profiles for different assets, tractors, livestock, crops, you name it. Once we have that sort of profile or that digital map, We can then use our native mobile application on the phone or our IoT technology, which works on Telstra's IoT network, which goes beyond the areas of of our mobile phones. And we use the little signals that ping back. And we've got some logic that sort of says, hey, Paul's out the back. And out the back could mean a lot of different things. Paul could be 20, 50 or 100 kilometres away, but he's out the back. And he's okay. He looks like he's doing what he should be doing. Or in some cases, Paul doesn't look like he's okay. He hasn't moved. He should be doing this when he's doing something else. Uh, We're going to set off a little alarm and the alarm will trigger on Paul's phone. And if he says, I'm okay, then there's no issue. But he has the ability of not responding or saying he is in trouble. And then we create an alert and messaging system. In a nutshell, that's what we've done is property specific sort of alarms and and notifications. If someone's in trouble, we want to be able to get to them as soon as humanly possible. And that's on top of a whole lot of other things, chemical use and management and storage and other compliance bits and pieces that we continuously work on. James, it's a great idea and a remarkable product that you've developed, but getting it from one point to actually getting it to farms and actually understanding the farming sectors is another thing. Is that how you got involved with the AgTech Seeds program and what's that actually bring? It's sort of two stages. We started this as a tool for our property, right? Because if it was never going to sort of work on our property, it was never going to work for anyone else. But once we had fundamentally solved some of the challenges that we were seeing on our property around the anxiety and the concern of where people were or how we were recording chemical uses or other bits and pieces. We then thought about transitioning into creating this as a business, you know, working with the agricultural industry. But as we quickly found out, we were part of the industry, but we really had no idea of how to work with it. We were members of associations, but we'd never worked with them. We were aware of agricultural Victoria and and national bodies, but we'd never really as a farmer had to intersect or engage with those associations or or departments. So for us, the AgTech Seeds program was, was a fantastic way to slowly and evolve into a business, right? Taking something that we created and finding a program that could help us migrate from a tool that was working in Mansfield, Victoria to a tool that would scale commercially 
and also intersect and, and be able to sell into all parts of Australia. So how's the Ag Tech Seeds program supported you in that process then? Well, I mean, it was very good about sort of validating our business idea, first and foremost. You know, we create a tool that helps you. So you need to add value to a farmer for them to be able to, to start or even consider you. And then you need to be able to continuously add value to that farmer. So the the Ag Tech Seeds program forced us to do a lot of validate. You know, go out and speak to people that weren't farmers like us, could have been crop or grain farmers or broadacre or any type of livestock farmer for that matter. So we were forced into rigorous research and validation, even though we thought we were pretty good at that point, but we were forced to go back, validate. And what the program really does is it gives everyone of any walk of life a foundation in which to consider building a business commercially from a product perspective research and so we've we've got a huge amount of value out of that program because it's given us the framework I guess you could say to look at what we created on our farm and how do we scale that into a national software business. It sounds like you've been forced to validate the problem you're solving or ask what are we solving? Yeah I I think it's very common if you think about the failure rates of startups, a significant portion of that failure is due to you going too deep into a problem that you haven't validated. We would have made so many more mistakes if, if we hadn't been in this program purely because you're forced to go back to step one. And step one is what is the problem you're solving and how big is that problem? And you have to demonstrate in the program through research and through surveys that you validated it and that it exists beyond your own sort of front gate, if you will. So have you developed this now as a value proposition for farmers? And what is that? Our value proposition is, and the research through the program illustrated that 90-something percent of Australian farms, I think the latest number is about 97% of Australian farms, which equals about... 137,000 businesses or farms are family run. So majority of what we see when we drive around are family-based businesses and there's general concern and anxiety on when and where our family members are going to come home at the end of every day because of disconnection and, and just that geographic remoteness. So our problem is simple. We want to use technology to give families and farmers confidence that they've got a more active approach to safety without burdening them with a million different things they have to worry about because they've got enough on their plates and then how can the technology help reduce that anxiety and the few hundred farmers that we've already got on our technology that's live a proof in in that that gives them sort of a level of confidence that if something does go wrong there's another means to communicate james You've been through the program, the business is up and going. You said you've got a few hundred people on board. What's the long-term goal here? The long-term goal is about protecting families like ours. So where does that start and stop? I mean, our mission really is about engaging with industry bodies and the larger groups, um, state or federal or different state-based farming federations, and really educating farmers that there's a way to adopt technology which adds 
incremental value and, and safety and protection to your families and employees. And it doesn't have to be a burden. You know, you can slowly take on the technology at your pace. And I think that's really important because everyone's different. But where we want to end up is we want a tool to help protect every one of those, you know, hundred and something thousand farming families across Australia. Now, the problem isn't isolated to Australia. It exists around the world. And some of the numbers are, are very scary about how many people die on farms around the world on an annual basis. But in the next few years, the focus for the business is very much about national adoption and helping farmers understand what that migration is from manual processes and maybe safety being an afterthought to bring safety into that active front of mind, but using technology to make it a little bit easier and allowing them to get on with their daily lives. James, you and your brother have been on quite a startup journey. What's been the biggest area of uncertainty, do you reckon, in this process in the ag tech space for you both? You know, there's areas when you're building a business where you go into sort of deep, dark holes of, do we really want to be doing this? We've influenced our families and we've solved a problem for us. And, and I think it comes back to that motivation or that reason. There's, n- there's no point in doing something if you're not passionate. And for us, it's about that passion. It's about deploying and helping farms, no matter how big you are, on that journey of technology. We've seen it. We're not necessarily a, a very tech-first farm, but knowing that there's families like ours and hundreds of thousands of them, it's a pretty good reason to get up every day and motivate yourselves through those periods of doubt, I guess. Because when you're starting a business, you're spending a lot of money on developing the idea, the product, and just spending time speaking and engaging with industries and, and experts to get validation. That's a lot of time where you're not doing something else. So yeah, you've got to be passionate and you, you've got to have a really deep-rooted reason for going into this. But if you do, it's got huge rewards. Just lastly, James, what advice would you give to others that are looking to break into the Victorian ag tech scene? I would say back yourselves. We were unaware of the support and the programs that were present, and, and I'm hopeful that this interview and asset will sort of get distributed out and other people will listen and have confidence that hear it from us. You know, we're a byproduct of a system that we found out and, and and seeked to join and be part of. And it is incredible to see what the Victorian government launch Vic and AgVic are doing, not just only on a funding perspective, but putting people in different places in rural and metro parts of Victoria to really help you validate and never say no. You know, that's the, probably the best thing I can take out of this program is that we've never ever been told that's a bad idea. We've been given the right resources and the right people to connect to to validate or maybe even re-steer an idea in, in a way that you can drive more value and, and potential commercial benefit. So I'm really, really, really thankful that we found the program and hopefully the program's sort of visibility and awareness becomes greater and grows as we go on because there is so much exciting opportunity in the space of, of ag tech. There's, there's no such thing as bad competition, more people coming in 
challenging and, and progressing the industry. It's just, it's, it's better for everyone. And if you've got a reason and a real purpose to get up every day, I think it's just a cracking way to live. James, you certainly do have a real reason and purpose for getting up every day. You paint a really good picture of how ag tech can help farmers and you're working in a really, really important space. James Diamond from Air Agri, thank you for taking the time and joining us for this Ag Tech Innovators podcast. Thanks, Drew. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Ag Tech Innovators. For more episodes in this series, find us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government.